0: And howdy y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie and welcome to
1: Sumo Sumo Kaboom. Kaboom. Where we talk about all things Sumo. Yeah,
0: that's right. And this week is karaoke week here at Sumo Kaboom. And no, it does not mean that we're going to be singing karaoke to you. No.
1: Although I would, but that would be troublesome with all the copyright issues, right? But, I mean, if there were no copyrights in the whole world, we would have been singing on this podcast. From day one. From day one. Yeah, we'd be it singing. It would have been yeah. a singing sumo podcast, Yes, probably. it would have been.
0: No, but it means this time we're going to break down why sumo and karaoke
1: go together. Right. And it's not like so random why we came up with this. It's because we have just been loving every minute of these Studio releases of some of our favorite rikishi who have been singing in studio their favorite songs, and then that has sent us down the rabbit hole of singing sumo wrestlers, and and it's uh it's fascinating. the the two worlds of singing and sumo are very well combined or bonded or have always been kind of hand which in hand weird. which is weird which is weird but yeah we're gonna talk about why it's weird but beautiful yeah. and amazing and awesome you only thought
0: we loved sumo for the incredible athleticism and beauty of the boys <laughs> involved and uh, yeah all that's true but we've also loved it from day one because of the singing right. involved Right. Hands down. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the history. We're going to talk about why it's popular. We're going to talk about Japan a bit. And then we're going to play a little game of guess the singing rikishi. But before we get into all that, first, I have a poem that I promised. Oh, Dan. a poem.
1: Oh, Dan. Dan, who's a gentleman monthly. who donated to yes. our podcast, thank you very yes. much, Dan the Man.
0: So here is some love poetry for Dan the Man. Interestingly, it starts out, Dan the man (laughs) so very original (laughs) the one who spread sumo love across the land a king to me this mystery man generous at heart this kaboom fan how shall i share my love for you by speaking of your skills your taste and your hairdo You're strong and smart and obviously one of the few who loves a good wrestle with a man of heft. And whew, we're glad you came along, you
1: man of courage, good looks, and brawn. Dan, we love you. Wow. I mean, I was thinking as you were doing that, I was like, is this like a haiku? Is this... (laughs) It's better than a haiku. Is this just verse or... Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it was next level poetry. Yeah. I was thinking for a second there, I was like, is this iambic pentameter? I I, mean, did she really? Actually, (laughs) you
0: know what it is? It's our Christmas letter. Okay, so just so you guys know, we still write a Christmas letter to
1: Santa every
0: year. We do. And it's a rhyming couplet poem with basically that
1: pentameter that i just read to you yeah, and because it- we've just revealed to the world of our <laughs> listeners we are i'm the baby and i'm 47 so we still write to santa and the best and thing is santa writes back every year yeah every year santa writes yeah. back also rhyming the, yes. the rhyming structure on santa's end uh, over the last few years isn't quite as strong as it always was but it's still yeah, there it is still there and, and Sa- we love I mean, Santa. And Mrs. Like, Claus and does Mrs. it Claus. sometimes. Yeah. Whenever I mean, Santa gets not well. Yeah. 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 But uh, <laughs> anyway, it's very good poetry. Yes. Thank you, Dan. That was a very sweet, sweet gesture. We appreciate your support. Thank you. All right. Ready for a newsflash? Yes, please. All right. You want to play Guess Who Has COVID This Week? Oh, God, I hate (laughs) it. Who has not know? Well, actually, this is from the same Takasago stable, the Makauchi Obidashi got it. Yeah, yeah. But they said that possibly he got it maybe from his wife, or at least they threw his wife under the bus. It was like she gave it to him. (laughs) She brought it in. Anyway, he is at home. He has had no symptoms, really, so he just tested positive. But every time I look at the news, I'm just like, guess who has COVID? And I don't want to take away, this is like a very serious, serious thing, especially in Japan right now. It's nothing to really laugh at, but I'm just looking forward to the day when more people over there get the vaccine and protect our wrestlers. And we're not hearing about this on the news anymore. That's what I'm looking for. I don't want to hear about it on the news anymore. I want everyone to be healthy. Well, they all have one shot in, right? I think so. I think actually a lot of them have the second they got it after the last boss show, but I also might be completely making that up.
0: Okay, you've been busy lately. <laughs> I've been so busy. It's hard to be on top of just
1: who got what shot and when. A world away. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. I've been busy doing musical theater, you guys and gals. Um, <clears throat> I said that weird, you guys and gals. Anyway, the uh, the official sumo fan club has been launched. What? There wasn't one before? No, I think there was one. But this is like the JSA Kyokai, like the official official one, I think. Oh, it's a new official one yeah,
0: for think... all of the sumo wrestlers together?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Look, I tried to look into it. And I, like I said, I've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, um, it's one you buy into. But whenever I go to the website, it translates from Japanese to English. And I was thinking, oh, I'll just become a Yokozuna level donor and i get to pick my own Shikona. you can pick your own shakona oh, i'm in yeah but but there's like certain rules like you i could be like leslie yama or leslie umi um, yes but there are certain ones you can't do anyway it oh. got a little complicated once the translation came in and and picking Shikonas and then i'm not sure if anyone all around the world people around the world can do it i kind of think there's limitations oh as far as like paying for it and that kind of stuff i hit like a Not a paywall, but like something weird that was like, you have to be part of this system and it's not available where you are. So I was like, all right, forget it. But anyway, you tried. I tried I tried to give him some money. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But if it's in kanji and you read kanji, let us know about that because we would love to support at Yokozuna or Ozeki level, any level, because you get little prizes. Oh, and... my God. I totally want to be. A... Yeah. And you can like interact with them. They send you a birthday card if you're a Yokozuna supporter. Well, it sounds like I think it's also like for real money, though. It's like legit big money. So I don't know. I would have to probably okay. be like Jirio level or like Makushita level. What
0: well, sounds very similar to what the individual wrestlers have their individual right. fan clubs. Right. If you pay in a certain amount, you get you a get phone the from <laughs> I wish get, I got a phone yeah. Call. He leaves
1: a message on your answering machine. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be. Oh. What's that service where you can have famous people, celebrities? Yeah, like, there's several of them. Yeah, I would totally buy into that. Yeah, well, if we it, could just start it, and it could... would just be for <laughs> sumo wrestlers and fans. <laughs> that, like, you get a birthday greeting. Yeah. from from I don't know, um, Tsuchiura. You yes, like, please. how much would you pay for just him to be like, leslie San? I would happy birthday. Yeah,
0: I would do it for twenty bucks.
1: Oh, I would. I pay way more.
0: Yeah. Well, I would too. But at least twenty, right? Least, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. For him to sit down. Yeah. And I mean, uh, that, send I mean, you a happy I think, birthday. I think twenty dollars is like maybe a like a photocopy, you know, letter.
0: Uh, for Hakaho to call me and leave a message, <laughs> I think I would probably. I think five hundred bucks. I would do for
1: that. I, I don't think he would do it for five hundred. No, bucks. it's got to be him. It's got to, I know, but you'd have to pay like thousands. <laughs> He's busy. He's very busy. Anyway, so. The wrestlers are soon going to be going into lockdown because our next tournament starts, I think, September 12th. And right now, I'm sure a lot of you have been watching. I watched all day yesterday. Not all day. I exaggerated. I watched for like 30 minutes. That Uh, was all day. That was all day in my world (laughs) of crazy. 30 minutes slash... All day, all day, uh, somewhere in between. Takayasu versus Shodai uh, at the Joint Keiko, and uh, Takayasu came out twelve wins, three losses versus Shodai. Shodai was looking pretty rough, but you know they say you can't ever judge from these things. But um, it was interesting and and always fun, and it's nice to see Hottie Kitty, Bayama in the back, and and just all your faves. And I like it when they talk to each other, and you just get to watch. It's like a here's another idea we just like pay to just watch uh like trainings n- not even that, just like them around the stable, like just pay <laughs> to be creepers in the background. Yeah. Isn't that what the the just for fans was like for porn people, right? Did you I hear about know. that? I don't know about okay. that one, well, but you're asking for a sumo reality TV exactly, really what you but want. personalized your personalized channel. Like oh. they have it for porn people, like you can, or not porn people, you can just like pay random person to just like stock them watch and watch them. them all day long. And they make like thousands of dollars just like sitting there and putting on their makeup and then like getting ready for work and eating cereal or whatever, people pay, like, thousands, right, for that. Wouldn't you, like, pay $1,000 to just, like, know. sit there and watch, like, a constant stream of... Oh, Shodai? Shodai, yeah. I'd take Shodai. I mean, I'd take any amount. just be like, that's Ura interesting. Doing anything? Exactly. She'd be like, oh, that's him playing video games. Anyway, <laughs> my brain's in yes. another place after all this work go ahead and watch the keiko wasn't that the one where Shodai was getting yelled at i think i read yes. somewhere yes he, he got was... yelled at and i tried to find the translation but I, I think he was just kind of being scolded for not looking like a ozeki or not mm. practicing or approaching i thought he was being scolded for talking too much too <laughs> was that it yeah. See, I've been out of. Don't (laughs) ask me for any sort of news update because it's gonna be inaccurate, but or I'll just make it up. Yeah, how about some more inaccurate news? This is accurate. Yokozuna Terenofuji Uh has his first Yokozuna doyo-iri at the Meiji Shrine on August 24th. By the time this podcast comes out, you can go see it online. So I'm sure it will be all over your feeds, but he will be doing the shira nui type of doyo-iri, which is the rope that has two loops in the back and Mm -hmm. the dance that accompanies his his, uh, sweet, cute little belt. Um, He learned this from his stable master, and uh, the one thing about this ceremony which is a big deal, is that Kisano Sato's had 18,000 people in attendance. This won't have any. Yeah, none. It's just heartbreaking. I know. I, I don't know. I think all these wrestlers just... I was reading something about Inho, and he has been trying to get his mojo back and talking to different experts and trying to figure out his eating because he's just kind of been in the slump. And I just think after this long of their lives being disrupt- disrupted, like all of our lives have been disrupted. Yeah. there, There's just things that suck about it. And yeah. you don't have the normal interactions. Your victories in the sumo world are just, just kind of been dampened by all of this. And I kind of feel so bad for for wrestlers who are struggling right now trying to reach out and have a normalcy in training and it's so hard and then also on the other end Tadanofuji who should be celebrating with 18,000 fans in attendance and he doesn't get that, you know. I'm he seems humble like it's not going to matter to him but
0: can I offer the Pollyanna view? Sure. Tadanofuji might be, I could be wrong on this, I don't know. He might be the first one to live stream his first doyo iri. And that opens it up potentially to a lot more viewers. That is than very 18,000. true. I so like that idea. Yeah. He could end up with more fans than anyone because it's open and online to, for everyone to view.
1: That is all the news I've got. Except, maybe I'll talk about. Did you see the video of Inho standing in front of a chalkboard? Yes, <laughs> it's so cute. I don't know why that happened this week, other than he's just so popular and they're like, let's give him a music video. Why not? Why not? And the whole time I watched it, I was like, Oh, I love it and how what is on that chalkboard though? <laughs> <laughs> What's written on it? Yeah, was it like love poems? Was it like basic like math problems wasn't jaren's <laughs> like i sat there and thought i really wish i read japanese so if anybody knows the idea of what was on that chalkboard in that music video let us know
0: i was just so delighted because one video came out that was kind of behind the scenes everything that led up to the singing and i watched that one first and i was so delighted because from my japanese lessons I could understand one little five or ten second section of him talking to his makeup person in which they were talking about, how their hair is um, shaved off on the very top yeah. underneath their his, hair. His hair is really thick. Yeah. And she said, oh, my God, I didn't know. And I understood that. It was like the first, it was the very first, like, conversation that I was able to understand in Japanese. And I was like, "Congratulations!" Oh. she said, shiranakata. I know exactly what that means. And oh. he was, the, oh, yeah. So to me, it was like, okay, it is working
1: slowly. But, but surely, it is working. That's our news. Lari is learning Japanese slowly. So like <laughs> Hako also had the um the top of his head sha- shaved. Yes. I can't speak today. Many of them do. Well, not anymore. He said when he was younger he mm-hmm. did. And yeah. he said when he took it down he, <laughs> he looked like a freak. Like it was not good. It yeah. was frightening. Yeah. I was watching uh that like 17-hour documentary in Mongolian. Isn't it fun? It's interesting. It is long, and yeah. I was like, "They really do not move as quick as we do, as far as our
0: yeah." Which is nice. <laughs> entertainment goes, yeah. Okay, so let's jump to karaoke, and I'm really hoping here, as we talk about karaoke, you can offer Leslie, you can offer some of your own insights because you have lived in Japan. I have.
1: I th- I thought I would like maybe start out a little bit with a little bit of the singing in the in the stables do you want to hear about that a little bit the singing in the stables yeah singing what do you know about jinku do you know what that sure. is sure tell me about it jinku J-I-N-K-U is a traditional Japanese song and it has a certain song structure. So it's a bit unlike our typical song structures with verses and choruses and bridges and things like that. It's set with a number of syllables in the structure. So it would be like seven, 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 and then five. Or that's all syllables. Five syllables, seven, 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 five again. And if you think about it, we don't hard we don't have any really in our in our like anthology haiku song structures, except for Yankee Doodle Dandy, what do you mean? If you sing, I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy, a Yankee Doodle Do or Die. If you sing that, the song structure is actually the same song structure as a jinku, and it doesn't really fit into our song structure, uh, the, like typical song structures that we have over here, which are verses and chorus courses. The closest it would be would be like a frontline tag. Anyway, I'm nerding out music-wise for our listeners. But anyway, Yankee Doodle Dandy is in Jinku form. Oh. But anyway, so this traditional Japanese song um, is sung all over Japan and it's also sung in the stables, um, these traditional songs. So many stables actually have their own like fight song. And that's it's like a school has a fight song. Yes. And it's called Ren Saika, R E N S E I K A, Ren Saika, or a training song. And these songs. Especially, well, I don't, I don't know about the sumo world, but they appeared kind of in ja- Japan in the Edo period. So that's like everything, did. like everything happened, started to happen in the Edo period. So these songs are sung by the stable, like these young kids as they come into the stables. They're learning how to do sumo, but they're also learning. In the very beginning, there's their stable fight songs, and. There's a really interesting, there's a great article by John Gunning, but also there's a video attached to it of uh, the Naruto stable, and it's all of his uh, wrestlers singing a song and he's walking around and he kind of gives people little, um, this is former Kota Oshu, He's giving people, like, little pointers. They're just standing there singing. So he's also, like, giving them guidance on how to sing the song properly. Sorry, the Oyakata yeah. is? Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't know who that was. Yeah. Koto Oshu. He was an Ozeki. You'd recognize him. He's, like, tall and, like, Bulgarian. And now he's bald but handsome. Oh, I know you're talking about. You know yeah. Talking, yeah. Anyway, so there's a great video of them all singing their stable Fight song essentially, and so these jinkus are also sung on the tours, and there is a real reason why they're sung on the tours. This is when you watch the videos, or if you happen to watch videos, there'll be like six guys, one guy in the middle who's singing on a microphone, and it's a traditional Japanese song mm-hmm. and the guys on the outside kind of clap and step in rhythm and step over a spot and they'll do like a whole circle and then they'll trade out another guy will come in and sing another traditional japanese art song yeah and a lot of these songs are written by the yobidashis and sometimes they are referring to their lyrics the towns that they're touring to and the people that would sing these jinkus on the tour are usually lower ranked wrestlers. But if there's a connection to the town, and there's like a higher ranked wrestler, like Ikioi or something, they'll bring in one of the big guns to come in (laughs) and sing. And the crowds love it, because that person is attached to their town. They're singing, they're singing about possibly some information about their town. And so it's a way to continually bring culture and the people into the sumo world through something that they all know and understand, which is this jinku song structure and the traditional song all of these wrestlers learn these songs and i would kill to like see a young hakaho or somebody like that singing these as like a really young beginning sumo wrestler yeah of course wouldn't it be cool would be very cool so i like to think that they learn how to sing at a very early age a lot of people never learn how to sing but when you are taught along with your training and after training you're like now we sing our song you learn how to match pitch you learn you learn how to sing and so music comes into their life possibly in a way maybe doesn't in their real lives through the sumo world and that is a part of the tradition in sumo that they have not let go of and they continue to build
0: well and i would say just like Many kids here in America, you know, in elementary school, you're going to choir, you're singing with your friends, you're learning music in music class. But not all kids do. Well, I think maybe it has changed since we've been in school. But when we were in elementary school, you didn't have a choice. Everybody was in choir together until middle school. And middle school, you're starting to get to the age... You know, where you can choose not to do it in America, but somewhere around 15, that was that would be when these guys could be entering the sumo world. Right. So it wouldn't be that far away from a time when they definitely had music in their lives.
1: Yeah. But we don't know about Japanese schools. We have no idea if they have choir growing up. We have no idea.
0: Yeah, I don't. But- um, I'm
1: just making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our podcast where we just make up shit.
0: <laughs> but that's the way it works here, so. Yeah.
1: So no big surprise there. Yeah. Anyway, I had said earlier, but again, the making up of the jinku is once again another responsibility of the yobidashi. Yeah, these yobidashi's—they do a lot, everything. Yeah, it's nuts, including writing lyrics that are very personal to their stable for the kids to sing or young men to sing. So, over the years, there's been a tradition of. Sumo wrestlers that have been really popular. They're seen on the tour, but then they're known to have really great voices. And in the old days, they allowed them to have secondary careers. And then there was a point where they were like, you cannot wrestle and also be a singing sensation and having albums out everywhere. They put a they put the kibosh on that. Right. But there have been people that have been really great at it and have gone on to have successful careers in the music industry. Yeah which and that is going to be a future episode for us. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to Ikioi's Enka, which is, you know, their folk songs of uh, his album mm-hmm. I'm sure one day which will come. And, you know, Konishiki mm-hmm. is wildly famous and popular and he has a great voice mm-hmm. and I went down the rabbit hole of watching him this week and just just watching as many wrestlers as I could. Singing, and when I first saw Takayasu, I think that's why I loved him. Is that I'd seen him wrestle, but then I also saw him pick up a microphone and just crush it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Are uh, like, are there really terrible singers in there? They all seem like they're really pretty good." Yeah. So one thing Konishiki said when we interviewed him was that why I think we asked why do they all do karaoke or why is it? He's like, well. All those young kids that are coming into sumo are broke. And one of their forms of entertainment is to just sit around and do karaoke because they're bored or they can't go out or whatever. That was John Gunning that said that. Oh, was it John Gunning? Yeah, who said it's the cheapest form of entertainment ever. Yeah. Well, sorry. I easily get Konishki and John Gunning confused (laughs) all the time. They're just such, (laughs) such similar types. Uh, But anyway, uh, but I like that idea that that's kind of what they do. They bond as brothers Uh in the stable and they sit around and sing karaoke. Yeah. Still.
0: Yeah along Absolutely. with jinku
1: or the um or the the fight songs yeah. and that kind of stuff. And when I was in Japan, I remember karaoke being um this is the way I first saw it. I didn't quite understand. Like there wasn't a lot of like laughter or like making fun of anybody like we kind of do. We're like we wait for the yeah. drunk girls to get up there and like embarrass themselves or This to me was like one of the cool moments where I I went in and expected like people would laugh about and make fun of themselves that they don't match picture or something. No, it was completely in earnest. Everybody would sing, whether they were a great singer or not. And everyone would like love everything that they were singing, whether or not to my trained ear um, was good or not. It didn't matter. Yeah. And if you think about it, it would kind of be like. If you got together a bunch of average people and said, yeah. we're going to have an ice skating competition, and everybody's going to ice skate, and we're just going to take it completely seriously, and and everybody's an amazing ice skater. Sounds like fun to me. Right. But you know that, like, not everybody can ice skate, but it doesn't matter <laughs> Because, like, you're still celebrating the fact that they got out there and they're passionately ice skating. Yeah, so yeah. So that's kind of how it was. I was just like, wow, this is so cool. And, um, well, and isn't I loved is Isn't that a cultural difference between
0: Americans and Japanese is that Japanese are very complementary of each other. And there's no – there seems to be very little teasing involved in the Japanese culture. Like, it's very – very complimentary oh you're you know your language skills are really good I'm so happy you're here you're mm,
1: I don't know I think no? that's a generalization that at least for me there was plenty of criticisms that came my way but um but I think when people are performing or whatever yeah, yeah. there's a sweetness and a kindness that I mean at least amongst friends that um we're well, all doing karaoke together that like, There just wasn't the judgment there that perhaps we... Like the sarcasm that's everywhere in America. Right, and the self-deprecating humor and that kind of stuff that we do all the time to make up for our own insecurities of not being great singers or whatever. They don't, at least my friends, didn't. They just celebrated whatever you brought to the table, and everyone treated it like they were their own personal rock star and that they were not embarrassed about anything. Yeah, no note was too high no note was too low <laughs> it was awesome
0: and i think this is a good time to explain the differences between american karaoke and japanese karaoke just simply how they're set up because in america you would walk into a bar and there's like one person <laughs> with a karaoke machine and one mic singing yeah. for everybody
1: and all well and then it's just a list of really drunk to drunker people that are like yeah. i don't really want to sing joan jet Right now. But I'm
0: gonna go for it. I'm gonna go for it. I'm drunk. And there's, yeah, a lot of like shouting back and forth. There's,
1: you know, there's some cheering, but there's. And and there's always a Frank Sinatra somebody. Of of course. And and then there's always somebody who's really good who showed up to really sing. But it's really highlighting mostly just drunk people.
0: whereas in Japan it seems like a whole different ball game now i, mean, I have they, not been there there's
1: beer there's there's definitely drinks yes. i mean people are definitely having a good time yeah
0: and although there is it sounds like there is a setup in japan where you know it does happen in a bar and they're singing for everyone no, there's, there's karaoke there, rooms yes there's karaoke rooms and that's very different than american karaoke because at a room that you get in japan you're renting
1: by the hour yeah. or the half hour there there's a room and, that was smaller than this closet that I went in, and I was like, "Oh, this is interesting. It's just a seat for two people. Yeah, so like two, you two would people would go could on go. a date, yes. and then
0: just." Or you could even go by yourself and just karaoke yeah. for a night in a room by yourself. Yeah, and there are plenty of people who did that, too. Yeah. Oh, and there are bigger rooms that like a whole yeah. group of people yeah. could rent. But they're soundproofed rooms, so you don't hear anybody else around you. It's just you and whoever you came with or you alone right, with your karaoke machine. And then you've got... Your
1: drink menu and your yep. food menu, yeah. so you can order food and drinks. And that's a big thing too, and it's so much fun. It really is so much fun. I wish I did more of it when I was there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah,
0: it, yeah. It sounds fun. As I, and as I read like about
1: open it, open all the time. Yeah, there are some like... that are twenty four <laughs> <Yeah>. hours.
0: <laughs> there are some where you can have tambourines and drums with you, so you can <laughs> you can play the tambourine <laughs> as you do karaoke. And they're everywhere. There's over a hundred thousand karaoke establishments just in Tokyo. There's so many yeah, of them. They are everywhere. Yeah. So it's it's a very different atmosphere. Let me tell you a little bit about karaoke first. The word is often mispronounced. Well, I we think I've been
1: mispronouncing yes. it the whole time. How did you pronounce it in Japan? Oh well. I mean, I called it karaoke, like a dum dum, but okay. they knew what I was talking about. Yeah. They, they, they. Yeah,
0: get it. it's Kara Ok, okay. yeah, kara, and okay. Kara comes from empty, means empty, and Ok is an abbreviation or the Japanese reading of the word orchestra. So it's Orchestra, Orchestra, orchestra. Kara okestura. Empty Orchestra. Oh, I like kara that. Kara Ok,
1: that's empty? what it means. You want to go do some empty orchestra yeah, tonight? <laughs> Isn't
0: that great? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it was invented in the 70s. So it's a pretty, New. yes, it's a pretty recent invention, which I love. Invented by a guy named Daisuke, who was a piano player and a drummer. And he could remember playing gigs in the 60s and 70s where he would, you know, be playing music and no one would sing along. Like it was just completely silent. And he thought, ah, oh, that's just, such a drag, like I want people to enjoy this music more anyway, one of his customers tried to hire him to play for a company party, but they said, "Hey, can you change the keys to the music so that when I sing along with you, I won't sound bad in front yeah. of my colleagues? Can you like lower the keys so that I sound really good?" And he said, yeah, I think I could probably do that. Uh, You know, I'm going to have to invite some friends along. And he tried to invite some friends. Nobody was available. So he recorded his friends, put them into tracks. And then he was like, you know what? I don't even have to be there. Like, why don't I just like totally (laughs) DIY this thing with stuff I have in the garage? So he recorded his friends and he seriously put together a stereo, a coin box from the laundromat, an amplifier and a mic. And he DIY'd this thing and gave it to the guy for his company party where he had, you know, put all the tracks together and all the right keys so this guy could just sing along. And it was such a huge hit that it just took off. Wow Took off And has been building since then This guy is still alive
1: today Yes And he's got to be loaded at this point Well,
0: interestingly He did not get a patent on the karaoke machine Oh He did get a patent on karaoke machine pesticides, though what? <laughs> to keep rats and bugs from eating all the cords inside of <laughs> <Okay>, machine? <my> <laughs> well, at least he got that. But he is a national treasure. He, he was voted by Time magazine as one of the most influential people ever to be born. He was awarded the Ig Nobel Prize by Harvard, which is a hilarious award that is meant to honor achievements that make people laugh and then later make them think. And so he won that award, and actually you can listen to uh, the sound, like uh, somebody did a radio show on him winning the award, and it's really sweet because when he goes up to receive the award, he sings, I'd like to teach the world to sing to all the people that are there. And of course, they all stand up and they cheer, and then they sing back, I can't take my eyes off of you. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like this beautiful singing back and forth between people of different cultures.
1: I know. I think that's that's the thing I love the most about it. I remember singing um, "Just the Way You Are" with my friend uh, Komachan. Yeah, and um, the way he sings English because I couldn't. You know, I didn't know any Japanese songs. Yeah, and they were singing a lot of american songs and so it was just really sweet for us i mean we he spoke english and yeah. you know i spoke minimal japanese but we could really meet in the middle with this song because we both had this really passionate you know like we could we we all uh had the same passion for the same song even though we were from two different worlds so. yeah
0: i mean imagine being this guy walking down the street today. And hearing people sing at a karaoke club or something. How many people
1: has he brought together in song? That's awesome.
0: How many people has he taught how to, as he put it, tolerate each other? It's a new way for people to tolerate each other is the way he says it.
1: Yeah. And I mean, in Japan, where you live in very close quarters... You you do need that. Yeah, You need a way to
0: (laughs) unpack it. So karaoke is very much a product of Japan. Came from this Japanese man. It's a recent invention. And it has just boomed. It is the country's fourth most popular form of entertainment behind movies, restaurants, and bars. And our sumo wrestlers do karaoke. 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 I will say it's an evolving art form, though, because there are some new kinds of karaoke that I had not even dreamed of, but I think sounds so much fun. Like, have you ever, did you guys do choreographed karaoke when you were there? No. You can learn how to dance like your favorite stars in the music videos. Oh, that's Because fun. they choreograph and teach you how to do all the dance moves that come with it. So you can <laughs> sing and dance at the same time. There's also anime voiceover karaoke now, where you can voice your favorite anime scenes. You can do the voiceovers along with the video behind it. So that kind, of, <laughs> that kind of karaoke. <laughs> um, you can do play-along karaoke, where if you bring your guitar. You can play along. You can play along with other people. You can Now they're doing, because of COVID, they're doing remote partnering karaoke now.
1: So I could sing with a
0: Yes, you could. Wrestler. Yeah. Well, if he if he wanted to do the remote partnering with you, yes, there's like a website. You can record your side of karaoke and it uploads to a website and then they record their side of karaoke and then it combines the two tracks. So you're singing a
1: duet together. Okay, I'm going to look into this (laughs) because I think I said last week it's my dream to sing with a sumo wrestler. If I upload my side, can I get a sumo wrestler to sing with me? That would be the
0: best, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's also costumed karaoke now, where you can rent a costume. When you go it never leave. stops. <laughs> I, love I it. know. it. just It just gets better and better and better. So karaoke, much loved. And our sumo wrestlers love it as well. And there are lots and lots
1: of videos online. And if for some reason you missed our episode, <laughs> this may seem so random that we're talking about this. But over the last... Couple of weeks, we've had the top, like four top wrestlers give us karaoke versions of their favorite songs. So that's where all of this comes from, is that we are loving hearing them sing, and we hope and pray there are more karaoke numbers from our favorite wrestlers coming. Yes.
0: Yes. So what I have done is I have uploaded just a few clips of sumo wrestlers singing karaoke okay am and, i guessing who it is uh yes you're gonna guess who it okay. is and i have several here okay i'll do some easy ones okay and then some difficult ones okay okay and i will give you a big hint all of these are active wrestlers, wrestlers. Okay. right now okay okay, okay? no one who no is retired surprises okay good yeah there's no fancy surprises as a matter of fact some of these should be really really easy considering i'm gonna start This is a group one first So this is a large group of people Singing all you gotta do is name Maybe one person that's in the group Okay (laughs) Okay. Here we go Let me turn this up so you can hear it
1: (laughs) Okay, Who do well, you think? They've got nice vibrato. Yes, they do. Um, I thought, is this the Haramafuji birthday or whatever uh, it's it was? It
0: all has to be active
1: wrestlers. Okay, so it's not Haramafuji. Well, then I th- it, it sounds like a Mongolian to me. Like it okay. could have been Hakaho or Teranafuji. Well
0: done. You have two of the group. It's <laughs> Hakaho and Teranafuji and Tamawashi. Tamawashi. And Kakadu and some other people. But yes, I, I believe they are I singing I a Mongolian. I was like,
1: this sounds. Mongolian. Yeah,
0: you're right. I think it's some sort of Mongolian folk song. I should have known that before I played it, but it's very nice, though, isn't it?
1: They, they sound. Like, they all sound like they're singing, and uh, like on pitch. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Well done. Okay, you are one for one. Okay, right now. Here's where it goes downhill. <laughs> okay, this one should be very easy. Okay. Okay. Here we go.
1: 知らない勇気が飽きた時街の角から素敵な場所が出る it, it, you know, I thought at first, is this Takayasu? But then I thought, no, maybe it's not. I know he has, like, a richer voice, but uh, I just wanted to dance. Like, I wanted to, I don't know, dance with a That's partner. has a very Bossa Nova yes, type of feel, doesn't it's it? very sexy. Yeah. Uh, it's not Ikioi. No. Because he's retired. That's um, right. It, I would tell you to go with your gut. Oh, it's Takayasu? Yes.
0: yes! It is Takayasu.
1: I haven't heard him sing that
0: song. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Oh, it's called Riverside. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a beautiful one. Very sexy. Isn't That's it? how he da, da, must have wooed his wife. I love it.
0: Okay. Here's the next one. This is
1: Who do you think? I think I've seen the commercial. I think it's Endo. (gasps) Well done! (laughs) Yes! (laughs) I did not think you were going to get that one. Yeah. Only because I've watched those commercials, and I was like, what? It's a smiling Endo? It's the
0: one. Well done. Yeah, he put some uh, oomph behind that one. Yeah. Extra credit, then. Okay, Here you go. Extra credit. Not an okay, active
1: wrestler. <laughs> It's just so good. It sounds, he sounds great. I yeah. feel like he's also Mongolian. Like it's like a cockatoo or somebody like that. It's not cockatoo, but you're right. He has Mongolian. Uh, and he is retired. Uh, oh, would it be Asa Shoryu or Haram Which one you gonna Uh, guess? I'm gonna go with Hadama You got it. It's haramfuji. All right,
0: we know who wins this game. (laughs) Leslie's very good at sumo karaoke karaoke. Karaoke. I tried to change that and it just sounded wrong. Karaoke karaoke. Karaoke. That's gonna be real hard to change. (laughs) Or empty
1: orchestra. Empty orchestra.
0: Yeah. Leslie's very good at empty
1: orchestra hope you guys have a great week yes thank you for going on this journey with us um we do not own any of the rights to these songs uh nope we're hoping that you know nobody's gonna care because <laughs> these
0: are just <laughs> versions from YouTube that have been uploaded by random people
1: yeah and, and the next celebrating Sunday- our our wrestlers because we we love them and yeah. we want more music from them
0: yeah and the next time you guys are in Japan, go sing at Big Echo, Shidax, or Karaoke Con. Those are some of the big chains for karaoke. Go have a good time.
1: All right. Till next time. Sayonara. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. Yep, that's Inho. What's not to love about that? I know. You know, when I watched him singing him and Toby Tobizaru, I thought, they look a little pained and it was cuz they were singing like with such passion in their heart yeah. and so when you take actually their facial expressions out of it it sounds so easy you yeah, know yeah. it sounds so easy and sung through and lovely if he was standing below my window i would i would enjoy him serenading me but yeah, i would holding definitely boombox yes i would definitely come downstairs and give him a kiss yeah, if he sang absolutely. that song to me absolutely. I, mean, I don't know what that song is about it could be about a breakup but whatever i'd still go downstairs <laughs> and i'd still try to kiss him Ha ha ha.